It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Thursday morning at your place. Of course, we are now at the earlier time of 6am, half an hour earlier, and we are talking real estate state seven days a week and if you're on the Gold Coast this morning and you're looking to buy property right now how are you getting on are you finding that there is enough stock enough property listings well according to a prop track listings report the Gold Coast hunters are enjoying the largest surge in listings in five years new listings rose 43.4 percent from December 2020 2022 and 12.6% compared to January 2022. And joining us this morning from the Gold Coast is buyer's agent Oliver Dunstan. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for having us. So those are pretty big jumps, eh? 43.4% from December of 2022 and 12.6% compared to January but still struggling with those numbers. Absolutely, Craig. I think it's pretty important to remember that we've come from historically low levels of stock over the last couple of years for some pretty obvious reasons. So a surge definitely means more listings, but we're still sitting far below the typical average for this time of year. All right, well, we'll drill down on that a little bit more, so don't go away. We'll be back with Oliver Dunstan on the Gold Coast in just a moment. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. Yes, the Gold Coast. I love the Gold Coast. I want to get back to the GC. Used to live there and just really find the climate there really suits me. And in winter, it really has to be one of the best climates in the world. It's a perfect temperature. Well, let's find out another property tip. This time we go to New Farm and Alex. And what have you got for us? Mine's a little bit of an oldie and I was taught this from family as well as some fantastic older real estate agents when I first started. But the main one is when you're first starting out in real estate, you buy the biggest block of land with a house on it as close as you can to the city that you can afford and you never sell it. Yes, that is a great tip, Alex, and it's all about just buy and hold in that scenario. Now, if you're celebrating your birthday, we better check on those for February the 23rd. Happy birthday if you are celebrating. You're celebrating with Dakota Fanning. She is turning 28. Emily Blunt, the English actor, she is turning 39. Kelly McDonald, she's a Scottish actor. She's turning 46 today. And it would have been Mr. Cool's birthday today, Peter Fonda. He would have been celebrating, but unfortunately he died back in 2019 at the age of 79. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. It's the main centre forecast. Let's head around the country and check on your weather for today for Thursday. And in Sydney, expecting partly cloudy skies, but it should be mainly dry with 25 as your top temperature. Melbourne expecting a sunny day. Temperature warmish too with 33 degrees. In Brisbane, one or two showers. Well, a 75% chance. And even then, they might not show up. 29 is your forecast high 
in Brisbane and in Perth. Mostly sunny with a sou'wester keeping the temperature down to just 27 degrees today. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's the Real Estate Podcast across Australia seven days a week. And we are back with Oliver Dunstan, a buyer's agent there on the Gold Coast. So more stock coming into the market but buyers are still suffering, are they Oliver, from buyers fatigue and as you mentioned uh, not as much stock as you would like to see. That's right, Craig. Yeah, I think, as mentioned earlier, there's been some pretty turbulent times in not just the Gold Coast, but other property markets around the country the last few years. So plenty of buyers out there, whether they are investors or whether they're owner-occupiers seeking a primary residence, you know, they've been battling through with minimal stock levels, low choice, lots of competition for the last couple of years. And like I said earlier, whilst there's been a, a bit of a jump in the last couple of months, if not 12 months compared to 2022, we're still seeing circa 30% below pre-COVID levels in terms of January stock levels. And, and that's definitely something that selling agents are echoing and commenting when we're doing our prospecting and searching. That is, they're sitting 40, 50% down on what they typically would like to see at this kind of time of year, which is normally a busy selling period on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And it's been suggested that the the surge in the Gold Coast property listings is because of new high-rise projects and investors exiting the market. So what is your take on all of that? Well, Craig, I think obviously there's a certain demographic that would be looking to trade out of now current assets and into potentially high-rise apartments or new developments, but that's only a small segment of the market, of course. So I wouldn't think that's an absolute reason as to why we're seeing higher listings. I think like any market, there's people upsizing, downsizing, moving out of state or whatnot, or maybe even getting out of the ownership cycle in general for the time being. And then on the investor front, whilst there may be investors who have seen some serious capital growth and gains in the last couple of years for obvious reasons, there might be some looking to cash out of the market today. But in the same breath, I do think that similar to what we're seeing at Rose and Jones is that half our buyers are investors, half our owner occupiers. So whilst investors may be exiting the market, I'm sure that there's probably numerous waiting to fill those spots. Yeah, and, and you're a property buyer, so how challenging are you finding it in 2023 there on the, the Gold Coast? Very similar to last year. I think one thing that's noticeable is buyer confidence has started to pick back up and return. The interest rate rising cycle we've been going through may well not be finished, but I think people can see some light at the end of that particular tunnel and maybe a a bit of a ceiling as to where rates are heading. So a bit of buyer confidence has come back, but it's similar to last year, Craig, in that for every good, attractive piece of real estate we're finding or sourcing, there is genuine competition simply because there's not much of it around. Um, Some of those inferior listings or property types are definitely ones that have felt the pain or the pinch in the last 12 to 18 months, but good desirable real estate will always attract interest if priced accordingly. And that's what we're seeing. Yep, good. Uh, Properties are always going to sell. And what about the buyers? Are they still struggling to find? Now, we know that they're struggling to find some properties, but what about the perfect property? You know, despite these increases, still a bit of a challenge by the sound of it. Absolutely. And I think that goes back to your buyer fatigue question or comment there. And that is, People might have spent the better part of two or three years searching for that perfect home. If it is their primary residence, they may have finally got their eyes on one and gone to auction or gone into a competitive for sale campaign and they may have missed out on that particular property. So even though that right one does exist, they may miss it for reasons outside their control. So that then ties into the buyer fatigue as well. You know, people are desperately searching for that right asset. Sometimes it doesn't quite pull up and that's a lot of the the reasoning as to why some buyers will seek us out as well. They're just simply sick of missing out and, and feeling disheartened by the process. So they hand the reins over and let us take control. Okay. And what about the off-market buying for properties there on the Gold Coast? Is that increasing at the moment or decreasing? 
Definitely increased in the past few years. I think it's just been a, a general maturation of this Gold Coast market. So I'd say 10 to 15% of our acquisitions are off market. I think, again, being in such a low stock environment, it takes a very particular type of asset and vendor for them to list and genuinely want to sell in a private, discrete, off market fashion. Whereas for the reasons we're touching on now, when there is such minimal stock available, it doesn't really do them too many favors to be listing their property in a quiet fashion. You'd rather get it out there and expose it to the deepest buyer pool you can. Once you move into that upper echelon of pricing, say five million and above, right up to the top end of town, you definitely see far more transactions in that off-market sphere. But that's typically due to anonymity and privacy reasons more than anything. Yeah, and I don't know whether first-home buyers use property buyers. I suspect they probably don't. Haven't actually asked that question. So, do you, from time to time, end up servicing the first-home buyers? Absolutely. Yeah. So we service all asset types, residential, commercial, development site acquisition, but also all price points. So we've got clients, you know, recently even as down towards that $400,000 entry level mark, maybe looking to make their first plunge into the real estate market. Again, whether it's for them to live in or for them to invest out of town and potentially look to move here in the future. And so, yeah, we've got plenty of experience with first home buyers. And whilst there's, of course, a, an additional cost to consider, which sometimes is a hurdle certain buyers can't overcome, you know, it is the first time they're entering the real estate market, obviously, and it is the biggest purchase they're probably going to make in their lives, if not the one that they've made so far. So it definitely helps to have a professional on your side to make sure you're not making a mistake and you're getting that best possible property at the best possible price. That's a really interesting point because maybe first home buyers, because at the end of the day, you've always got to be looking at an advantage and there is no doubt that boots on the ground, local property buyers such as yourselves, you know the market intimately and you need from a first home buyer's perspective every possible little gain that you can squeeze out in a deal. That's right. And I think most people would no doubt be looking at their first property acquisition as a stepping stone into their next foray, whether it's another investment property or an investment property or onto their next primary place of residence. So, you know, ensuring you don't make mistakes and overpay or buy that wrong property that's going to, you know, potentially not perform well over the term of ownership. That's you know, very important for first home buyers just as much as it is for a you know, multi-investor portfolio. Oliver, great to chat with you today there on the Gold Coast uh, this morning and enjoy your day, enjoy dealing with all asset classes I guess from a property buyer's perspective and thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thanks for having me Craig, all the best. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast. 